Filmmaking covers a variety of genres, and during the 1990s, one in particular saw a resurgence, the big-budget disaster flick. It's coming! It's headed right for us! It's already here! For two science-obsessed kids growing up on opposite sides of Pennsylvania, nothing left a bigger impression than Twister. The suck zone. I think we're going in! Join Kelly and Joe as they dissect the second highest grossing film of 1996. We have to breathe, Justin, we have to breathe! Minute by minute. Another cow. Actually, I think that was the same one. And relive one of their favorite movies of all time. No, that, that was a good sized twister. What was that, an F3? Solid F2. Tornado warning continues now. All right, minute four. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm psyched. You're psyched? So we're going to get to the part of uh, the first twister in the movie to make an appearance. Well, not quite yet. We're almost there. Very close. You hear it. Close to uh, seeing a twister in the movie Twister. But we're going to stick with the Thornton family as they make their... uh, Efforts to get to their storm cellar, and I know Kelly has a lot to say about the storm cellar and uh, the way the characters act within. So let's uh, watch the watch and listen to the uh, fourth minute of Twister. As long as I can pull it up properly. Okay, let's uh, minute three. All right, here we go. to know do you think that was more camels there at the end or might have been a little liony lion you think they used the lions there i have no idea i mean it's clearly an animal sound oh yeah tornadoes as far as i'm aware don't growl yeah i don't know i've never never been in tornado so no all right so they make it to the the storm cellar here and this is june 1969 i'm in oklahoma i've Never had a storm cellar. I nope. don't think I've been in a storm cellar. Same. But I feel as though, and I this could be completely wrong. 
but I feel like there shouldn't be windows or much glass. I agree. I mean, it's, they sort of look like plastic, maybe. Like a, They're like a kind plexiglass? Of, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's to see when it's okay to come out again, but when it's just like probably poke open the when door When you don't hear bit. the camels anymore, it's probably <laughs> okay that you can come out. That's your clue, right? Yeah, it just, um, it's just weird to me <laughs> that the door has, I believe, two glass panes, mm-hmm. and then you see circular windows all around it. Now, I know a lot of these... Storm cellars were designed for food storage, right? Isn't that what they kind of were originally created for and used for was cold food storage? Am I mixing history here? I thought they were storm cellars. You thought cellars. they were just for storm cellars. Well, they're obviously storing stuff in theirs. Well, I think that's because if they get trapped if they in get there, trapped in there for a while. Yeah. Um, I, I do feel like... The door should have a proper locking mechanism on yeah, it. Yeah, that, that's the next big Other thing. Other than a little, little... It has a little latch. Bathroom stall slide bolt. Yeah, there isn't much to it. Um, I mean, it's clearly down deep. It's made of cinder block. That's not the problem. The problem no. is the chintzy door. It's the chintzy door and the fact that the dad feels like he needs to stand there and hold it. That's my problem with this. Because clearly... The hair on the other two occupants in this storm cellar is not even blowing. Right. So just let the door go and back up into the corner with your family. That's what you need to do. Like there, that tiny little latch there. That's all you get. Um, but And it also looks like it's not even in the middle of the door. Like it's down really low near the bottom, mm-hmm. which means the top would be rattling a lot. And it's an uneven um, force Right. <laughs> Distribution. Right. Get a little torque on that. Yeah, door there's now. a lot of torque on that, which would lead to uh, the devastation that's about to happen in the next minute of the film. Yeah, so, I, I just don't think that it is great. And let's. It's let's, a flawed design here. It's a flawed design. Uh, but, you know, I still maintain that if he had just went down the mm. stairs and stood in the back of the storm cellar with everybody else in there. He would right. have been fine. Essentially, it was unnecessary for him to play the hero to attempt to hold the chintzy door because it didn't seem to matter once he was gone. It's not like everything else was getting sucked right. out, They didn't too. get sucked out. It was just him Toby's being fine. right at that spot. I bet the flame in their lamp didn't even go out. <laughs> I always was intrigued by that lamp because I think it's probably a kerosene lamp. Is that what those are? Yeah, or an oil lamp, maybe. Oil. I, it just like that she lights the match, and then once the 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 heat, the energy transfers, those look like bulbs, and that always fascinated me. That it's not like a flickering flame or anything like that. It was. Um, it, would, it just just looked like it now it's electric, which I know it's not. Boogie but. woogie woogie. <laughs> so. Um, how about the, we're not really at the high level effects, uh, yet again, this is happening nearly 25 years ago. So you got to cut them a little bit of a, of a break. Will not. Uh, no, not at all. No. Um, so we still have like the, the lighting and the strobe, uh, to designate the lightning and, uh, We get when they link, leave Toby in here. Super bossy. <laughs> Take Joe, there give me Joe. Got, Light the lamps. You, Take Joe, give me Joe. Like, you, all right, man. What are you? What are you mentioning here? 
uh, th there's just the the lightning, and I jumped way too far back here. As I'm back before the three minute mark, uh, when they let Toby in, you could see some of the uh, uh, the effects surrounding the, the lighting, or the, excuse me, the lightning. Um, you're gonna see right here. Oh, the streaks. Behind the streaks, yeah. yeah, behind, just like all that that was added. Um, Did that instill a sense of fear in you when you were watching this as a child, seeing all the uh, the lightning and hearing the the loudness? Um, I mean, it's certainly a tense scene. I don't remember as a child ever watching this and being afraid. No? No. I have never been afraid of thunderstorms or tornadoes. They're fascinating. But I never... I don't believe I've ever been scared that I was ever in danger. Whether I was or not, I never felt that way. Now, this is flimsy, technically that. a second into the next minute, but we were talking about it during this minute. So um, you can see that this little latch was held on by, I guess, a grand total of four nails or screws. Yeah. And I mean, that's I would <laughs> hope it's at least screws because nails aren't going to do jack. Right. They're the just going to be pulled apart. But it just... Incredibly faulty design for someone. I mean, even for 1969, right. we understand better locks. You right, but, think. but you know, back you know, everyone talks about after after World War II in the 40s that things were made better back in the 50s, 60s, maybe in the 70s that things just lasted longer, were made with better materials, not mass produced. Well, sure, in the uh, 80s, they started making everything out of plastic, right? So. But leaded plastic while this may part. have been better materials the execution of design <laughs> leaves a lot to be desired sure so it, it definitely does but th this is this is the end of the appearances of the thornton family as a family not to get grim about it but i mean talking about the film in general that this is going to be the end we're going to be done with mr and mrs thornton here um in the next minute they, they have their two minutes of screen time, and it's going to be time for them to exit stage left. Other than that uh, illusion uh, cameo there at the near towards the end of the film that we mentioned on a previous episode. But yeah, any any major takeaways from minute four? Let's just go to three minutes and fifty nine seconds, if you will. Okay, just give me a second gonna... here. It's going to fight with me a bit, so you got to let me. Get back there. You have one chance to do this right. And if you don't, I'll judge you forever. I'm used to it. Should be. Alright, go to a full four minutes then here. Alright, oh, oh, it's three minutes, 59 and a half And 59. 359.59. Okay. That's where we're at. Mrs. Thornton... Leaves something to be desired here. You're talking the character, not the actor. No, not the actor. Unless they wanted her to be Useless. alarmed, maybe. <laughs> Just, maybe and she's she in wasn't... shock. Maybe she's in shock. Maybe. Uh, the child seems is... to understand something bad is happening, and the, the mom is just an open-mouthed, dumb person standing there, slack-jawed. In no way attempts to help in any way or say, let right. it go, well, come back here, nothing. She's we, yeah, we get into that in, in minute five uh, more so. But this is the beginning of that 
where you see that she has no intention of doing anything. And I hope it that they wanted to portray her being in shock. Joe, I think, is less aware of what's happening with her father at the moment as she is obsessed with what's happening above her in one of these skylights in your storm cellar that they have where you're seeing they the, fancy. The, the, where they're very fancy. Um, you can tell by the art and the wallpaper in their house. Clearly. You can see her watching out these cellar windows at the debris and I assume eventually the tornado as it passes right over them. She's just watching kind of in awe mm-hmm. and then kind of it snaps out of it in the next minute and realize what's going on. But yeah, um, Mrs. Thornton uh, doesn't rise to the occasion no. and and do much of anything. But, uh, you know, it, it was the 60s and women didn't really become useful humans well, until much later in, in human history. But whose fault is I that? I am, of course, kidding here. Oh. Because history sucks. Well, she's not, woman. she's not playing into – she's not doing you any favors here. No, she's not. It's not. She I mean, you can't be win on them a postage all. stamp. You can't win them all. She's not going to have a bi- biography done of her. You can't win them all. No. How about the uh, pajamas? Is that something you're going to rock eventually? They look quite comfortable, right. honestly. Do you have those already? I don't. I, I mostly wear ancient t-shirts that have holes in them. So we should get floral patterns. I mean, it's Kmart chic. Kmart chic. Okay. Well, our Kmart's gone. What about... Kmart's gone? I mean, our Kmart is gone. Our Kmart is gone for like a year now. Oh, I have not attempted to go there in a very <laughs> long time. So you're going to have now? to set her... I have no idea. Huh. No clue. You're going to have to settle for uh, Walmart or Target. Target might be a little too high end for us. No, I love my my favorite pajama pants are from the clearance rack at Target. Those blue and white striped ones with the pockets. They have Mm. pockets. Right. Well, we we know pockets are a deal breaker. Everything has to have pockets. Shorts, pajamas, like if there's no pockets, I don't want them. I would appreciate if they started making pockets large enough in women's pants to fit an iPhone. Would be it would be great. It would be a service to society. And you don't even have the big iPhone. You have like the regular iPhone. The reason I couldn't get the big iPhone was because no. my pocket. The reason won't fit is you it. didn't want it. Because it won't fit in my pocket. I don't think that was the reason. It's the reason. I don't, I don't believe that. I also don't think you need a phone that big. It's like a small iPad. Yes. That's exactly why you need it. It's a little obnoxious. Well, you're a little You know what it looks like? You know the people who go to a concert and then take photos with their iPad? It does not look like that. That's what it looks like when people take photos with their big old iPhone 10s. Okay. I'm cutting you off because this has nothing to do with Twister. You're just mad because I'm right. I'm I'm not. you're, You're not right. You're not right. You've never been more wrong. Don't say it. Don't smile. No. All right. So minute five is going to be up next, and we're going to see the conclusion of the Thornton arc here at the beginning. We're going to see the destruction of the storm cellar. And, um, Just give away the plot of the movie. We're going to see some really excellent, excellent quality graphics to introduce us into the modern age of 1996, which I'm sure we'll have a lot to say. But it will be fun because we get to see an actual... Um, Severe Storm Center, NSSL, is an actual thing. Mm-hmm. As I, is the satellite they attempted to depict in that. <laughs> that's, this is very true. And we'll be getting into uh, more of that um, over time. So hopefully you'll be back with us for 
episode five. Yes, we... join us for episode five next time. That's what you said. That's like. next time that we need um, an intro or an outro. That's the voice I want you to do. I don't know that I can replicate that. We'll come up with something. We'll figure it out. I do still need something for hanging with Haley. So hey, maybe I'll let you goof, goof it up with hanging with Haley. So we'll see what we can come up with. But all right, that's it for us here on episode four of Solid F2 podcast. And uh, hopefully you'll join us again for minute number five. Thanks for listening to the Solid F2 podcast, a minute-by-minute breakdown of the movie Twister. That's all for this week. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SolidF2Pod. Solid F2 Podcast is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. Visit jmnjrradio.com for more. Two, three, two, three.